1: Hey, bloodies! This is April. It's Caroline. We're back. It's Thursday. It's Thursday after live show for us. Two, thir- two Thursdays for you guys, but we just have to
0: say we had a blast. We did. That was so fun. We were so famous. Everybody was looking at us. Yeah, we we're telling stories.
1: We didn't even screw up really bad at all. Yeah, I'm I pretty. I think we're sure. basically
0: pros. I mean, that's what I took from it. Moral of the story,
1: we're officially professionals. It was so much fun. It was so good to s- <clears throat> meet like a new faces that I haven't met. Yeah. And then see who showed up. Yeah. Who showed up. Half and my then- family. Yeah. And you had no idea. No clue. And then just re- people that show up that I didn't even know that really listened. So that's. That's random too. We had people from Flor—was somebody from Florida, somebody from Houston, Clifton, and of course, you know, just around here, a bunch of West people. West peeps. Yeah. So shout out to all you guys that showed up and bought some gear. And if you are sad that you missed out on the gear at the live show, that's okay because the order form is on our Facebook. Page right now bloody happy hour podcast facebook page fill that out as quick as you can send payment via whatever options that are listed because we're going to put that order in in the next week or two so let's get it done Caroline, is there anything big going on with Amber Heard right now? Cause we we might as oh, well get this it bitch over. Oh, she's trying to get
0: all over the news. We she's trying well to get do everything. She's staging photo photo shoots. Like she's at TJ Maxx shopping. I did see that, and that was completely staged. Like there was somebody from the ACLU that was with her. That like, what's ACLU? That's the place where she fake donated to. But that's who helped her coordinate her whole. Uh, op-ed and helped her draft her uh, op-ed with Washington Post. Like they're all in cahoots. And oh, all this, you know, what was the stupid? whole boob thing? Boob? Her boobs. I don't know about her boobs. You
1: tweeted it. Something about something tits. <gasps> oh.
0: Okay, I was. I couldn't. I didn't go to sleep till like one o'clock last night. I don't know. So the that umbrella guy is a YouTube personality, and he has like. Tons and tons and tons of videos that have to do with Amber Heard from years and years and years back and going Uh forward. He was brought up in the case. He's known as Tug, that umbrella guy. So he was on a live YouTube stream with this other, like one of the uh, YouTube lawyer guys that I watched when I watched the trial. So apparently like the Amber Heard people are saying that there's all these bots on Twitter and that that's why all this hate is trending for her. Uh Uh-huh. And the umbrella guy and they're like, oh, look how much money all these YouTubers made Uh, off of the trial, which they did. But they were streaming for hours and Mm -hmm. hours at a time. So they they were trying to, like, throw them under the bus and then saying that they were they were helping to get all these fake accounts to help get all these different hashtags to trend. Uh So he this umbrella guy, that umbrella guy. Created a hashtag called Tugs Tits. Yeah. And he was like, literally just on this live stream, there was like 15,000 people watching. And he's like, let's try to make it go viral. <laughs> so I'm literally listening the whole time. And I'm like retweeting and tweeting. Uh, I'm like yeah. living my best life. Of nothing. <laughs> so it went viral. And then like Amber Heard's team was like, we have tracked these uh, all these uh, tweets, and they are from all these fake accounts and stuff like that. And they're like, no, literally, it was just from fifteen thousand people watching a live stream and then going and all uh-huh. tweeting the same thing at the same time. Wow, it, it was a movement. It, I felt <laughs> like I was part of a movement. It was a movement. It got all the way up to trending number one.
1: <laughs> well, I spent the weekend watching Parts of the Caribbean. It <gasps> made me even sadder. How many did you watch? Well, of technically only two, but it made me remember like the other ones. I watched the last two, and it would be so much room to do so much for a new one. But it has to have Johnny Depp and Disney. It's listen. Maybe somebody will buy out, and it won't be Disney anymore. It'll it be like get off of Disney. Pixar. Yeah, it'll be Disney like Disney got too much going else. on right now. Yeah. Maybe that's what will happen. Somebody else will buy out the franchise, and then Depp will come back. Listen, I'm just hoping that he gets to be in Beetlejuice. Yeah.
0: I'm stuck on the Beetlejuice. I
1: think we've said this the last seven episodes. I can't help it. I'm we had the same it.
0: conversation. Okay, well, that's what we can parents. talk about. You're stuck on Beetlejuice. We can go back and talk about <laughs> Gabby Petito. Oh, goodness. Because What's going on with that? they got a... They had a pre-trial hearing recently and hopefully next week or so we'll have answers on if they're going to get a new trial. They're basically... A new trial? There was already a one? a trial. Oh, a trial. A trial. Okay. They're trying to get to where they have a jury trial. They just want answers. They want to see the notebook or the journal because uh-huh. that's where he confessed to everything and wrote his little suits. But like the, apparently they haven't been able to see it. Maybe the attorney has... I don't know... Surely if they have been able to see it. The Petitos want to see it. Yes. Yeah. So based, what is weird is it's like you have as the um, laundries, you have the right to remain silent. Right? Yeah. Well, what they're saying is that their uh, their lawyer or attorney was not silent and he gave a statement. So they, in this pretrial hearing, the judge actually referred to the Johnny Depp trial Of course, saying, well, if we go back to what just happened in the Johnny Depp trial, he was found guilty of defamation by what by the statement of his agent, which was his attorney at the time. So that was the one charge that he was. So it's like so they could be like. That could be, like, means to having a trial, maybe, Mm -hmm. is just based on the attorney making a statement. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe. So they have... The judge said he's going to take a couple of weeks. And he gave good, like... uh, There was good back and forth between both sides with the judge.
1: Um, I think it's just sad because... It's been horrible. And then now you're really, uh, you're, you're grieving, but you can't even like have any closure because all this is going on. And then there's
0: still s- no answers. And like, then this know, trial probably won't even happen for the, a while. the parents talked to Brian and they had, they were able to have a conversation with them. Like, what did you do? Why did you do it? What happened? Like, we know she was strangled, but like, what led, like, surely they know these things. The mo- yeah, laundries. the attorney even talked to Brian. hmm So he knows things. Yeah. But then the only thing is, is if they do go to trial and they do get on the stand, will they just say plead the fifth? Yeah. Which it's not like you're on trial. You just we just I but just, they can be sued. They're trying to sue them for money, right? Yeah. No, I don't think they want. No. I don't think they they want answers. I think they just want answers. Okay. I think they just want answers. But if they
1: knew about a crime and they concealed it, they could get charges, right? I
0: I, I well, I think that falls on the attorney, but I don't know. I mean, I've I Well, yeah. I don't know. It's you know not I mean? be over with it's like for You know what I mean? Because it's like you go time. to the uh, you uh like get counsel and you go based on the advisement of your counsel. Right. Uh, So if your counsel advises you not to say anything, but your counsel knows like what happened and then he's doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm ready. So, what is the story? She has not told me what she's talking about. This is the last Michael Peterson. story. <laughs> Michael Oh, the um, Michael Peterson. staircase. I'm on episode two of that. Well, you're welcome. <sighs>
0: okay. You're so watching, this the is H- guilty,
1: I'm watching the HBO Max one. And have you watched the Netflix one? I have not yet.
0: It was on my long list. I watched that one, like, a long whatever time ago. it came out a long time ago. Yeah. And then... I've always wanted to cover it, but I just was like mm. Well, I think and it's
1: perfect for this month. I know. I know. Because just watching just one and a half episodes, I'm like, "Wait a minute, I don't know yet. I don't know. I need Oh. I didn't mean to do
0: that. <laughs> I was <sorry> turning <laughs> being your phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so what happened so far in your or I guess we, well. Well, tell the story and I'll tell you. Okay. Because I'm not far at all. Well, let me start it off with what the scene is like. Okay. So this is the story of Michael Peterson and the death of kathleen peterson okay so december 9th 2001 kathleen peterson is found unconscious on the floor in a pool of her own blood at the bottom of a staircase that's why it's called the staircase yes there's blood everywhere a lot of blood on her hands on her feet splattered up the walls of the stairwell kathleen was 48 years old she worked as like an executive and was very successful her husband, Michael Peterson, was a novelist. Yes, okay. They lived in this like large home in Durham, North Carolina. Michael Peterson says that earlier in the night they had been drinking wine by the pool and kind of late into the night and then said that Kathleen went inside and she went upstairs to go um to go to sleep, leaving him outside by the pool. Uh, by himself and the next thing the next time he saw her she was bleeding to death and unconscious at the bottom of the stairs and that's when he called nine one one 911. Where's your emergency? Oh, 1810 Cedar Street, please. What's wrong? My wife had an accident. She's still breathing. What kind of accident? Fell down stairs. She's still breathing. Please. Come. Is she conscious? What? Is she no. conscious? No, she's not conscious. Okay. Please. How many stairs did she fall down? Huh? How many the stairs? Stairs. How many stairs? Oh. Calm down, sir. Uh, calm down no 1520 uh, I don't know please get somebody here right away please okay somebody's ready. dispatching the ambulance no. while I ask you questions it's a force shield, okay please please mm. Mm. so he's very frantic very frantic I feel like he is okay so let's go back let me tell you a little bit about these two people
1: Wait, let's go back to why is how many stairs even relevant? The 911 caller. How many stairs? Is he supposed to count them? Is he supposed to know?
0: Oh, ours? yeah, but she, it was like two stairs. It was like, oh, it she was? was like at the bottom. Yeah, like she didn't even hardly go up any stairs. That's why it's all so weird. Oops. You have a picture of the staircase? I'm about to show you. In these. the movie,
1: it was a like a, a staircase.
0: Well, if you're watching the HBO show, that's like a... A movie of it, right. yeah. That's not And that's all I know about it, like I haven't like, done. If you watch the Netflix documentary, it shows like... You know, it just goes into a lot of the evidence. Okay. So Michael Peterson was born in 1943 near Nashville. He graduated from Duke University with a bachelor's degree in political science. Uh, once he left there, he took a civilian job with the U.S. Department of Defense. So, he was assigned to research arguments supporting increased military involvement in Vietnam. I don't... Sounds good. Yeah. And, okay. Listen to these parts. Everybody pay attention. In 1965, Peterson married Patricia. First so, wife. First wife. So, Patricia taught elementary school um, in Hesshausen. Sure, West Germany. (laughs) Yeah. They had two children. They had Clayton and Todd. In 1968, he enlisted in the Marines and served in Vietnam. In 1971, he received honorable discharge with the rank of captain after a car accident left him with a permanent disability. So, years later, during... I guess he was running for mayor. It's what a mayoral campaign is? Yeah. Okay. So, he had claimed as he's running for mayor, that he won a silver I don't know what these things are, a silver star, a bronze star with valor, and two purple hearts. Okay. So, I mean, he's like legit. Yeah. He had all the medals. He had all the medals. All of them. Yeah. All the bling. Um, but he didn't have any documentation for it. Them. Oh, or the
1: medals. <laughs> oh, he had the medals yeah. but no documentation.
0: Um, and he claimed that he had received one purple heart after being hit by shrapnel when another soldier stepped in a landmine and the other one is when he was shot. But Peterson later admitted that his war injury was not a result of the shrapnel wound in Vietnam, but it was a result of a car accident in Japan. Oh. And so the which is where he was stationed as a military policeman. So he has a little bit of history of maybe Telling maybe stories. A little bit of a storyteller.
1: Dirty chat kind of got that mm, in common. Yeah. So he was probably not in war at
0: all. Oh, for sure not. <laughs> for sure not. I thought for that was sure. the only way you
1: could earn a purple heart. Like you had to be in you some know type Jerry of combat. Jansson, He had
0: a purple heart. What? Oh yes, he was like a cook. But listen, you clerk. can go to the damn military depot where, where army, army, navy surplus, where you get like like yeah. army clothes or whatever. They have like a bunch of stuff. Like you can go get medals. <laughs> so Can't. he had all these medals. I'm like, what? you literally bought all that shit, and you bought like a fake certificate. I'm sure you faked it everything. Faked it. Faked it it all. Um. So Michael and Patricia lived in germany for a little bit this is where they became friends with elizabeth and george ratliff okay remember those remember elizabeth and um, they had two children so their children were margaret and martha oh margaret martha so after george died so george passes away the petersons and the ratliffs they become really close and then elizabeth ends up dying in 1985 and then michael became the guardian for the two margaret and martha okay okay
1: okay we're still with first wife then their friend's parents died and they ended up getting the kids yep okay
0: and then two years after elizabeth died elizabeth ratliff she died 1985 michael and patricia got divorced in 1987 she was like, I, I didn't sign on for all, them, all these kids. No, because I'm pretty sure those kids were like in a cult or something. You got to watch the documentary on okay. Netflix. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, they divorced and then Clayton and Todd, which are their kids together, they lived, they stayed and lived with Patricia in Germany. And then Margaret and Martha stayed with Michael and they moved to North Carolina. Okay. Okay. Um, maybe they're having a relationship. I don't know. Um Clayton and Todd eventually moved left Germany and moved to Carolina North Carolina with Michael as well. So now it's he's got all the kids. He's got him and four kids. Okay. Then 1989 comes along and this is when he meets Kathleen Atwater. And she, like I said, she's just a businesswoman. Um they got married in 1997. So, like eight years later, um, Kathleen had a daughter from a previous marriage. So now they have Caitlin. Mm. So they got five kids. That's a lot. With their extended family. So this brings us back to the beginning December or the day of Kathleen when we find her on the stairs. Okay. December 9th, 2001. So Michael Peterson calls 911 to report that he found Cole- Colleen. Colleen? Kathleen. Kathleen. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That he found her unconscious and suspected that she had fallen down the stairs. Well, he says that they were outside. Okay, I said this earlier, but they were outside drinking by the pool, that she got tired, she went to bed, and that he found her at the foot of the stairs. Okay, it's all the same story so he was like she uh, we had been drinking and she had taken a valium and you know she must have just been like drunk and fell or something i he didn't know he he just found her there he he was outside i mean don't you go sit outside by the pool in december in north carolina is it cold then
1: I mean, anything with the north in it, I feel
0: like it's cold. (laughs) I feel like anything with December in it, it's usually cold. (laughs) And December, north plus December, I would say it's cold. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking it might be. So, this is one of my favorite parts. Oh. The toxicology reports showed that Kathleen's blood alcohol content was 0.07. Now,
1: oh. Okay. So, that's not even the. I
0: was going to ask you, what. I don't know anything about these limits. Point oh So eight. guess what? I Googled it. Uh-huh. Let me just tell you a few different examples. Point zero 0.02 is the lowest level of intoxication with... Some measurable impact on the brain and body and you will feel relaxed, experience an altered mood and you'll feel a little warmer and you may make poor judgments. Okay. That's probably like we'll one sip. I love that warm feeling. I love it. That's, that one, that's one sip. Okay. This, and then we go to 0.05. This is probably like three sips at this level. Your behavior will come exaggerated. What? You may speak louder. You may gesture more or you may also begin to lose control of small muscles you like pee on yourself (laughs) i don't know (laughs) and you may um the ability to focus will and your eyes will come become blurry then we go to point zero eight this is the legal limit legal limit yeah and she's below this limit yes
1: so if she's driving she wouldn't even go to jail
0: no no but she's she's below the the limit yeah 0.08 0.08 is the current legal limit in the U.S. other than Utah. I don't know what it is in Utah. And at this level, it's considered le- illegal and unsafe to drive. You will lose more coordination, so your balance, speech, reaction times, and even your hearing will get worse. Hmm. I mean, I have I went all the way from 10, 15, 0.29. Let's go to the worst one. 0.40 and over. Oh. This level of... BAC may put you in a coma or cause sudden death because your heart or breathing will suddenly stop. This is what is known as lethal blood alcohol level. Oh, that's scary. So don't go to that level. So she
1: wasn't wouldn't, she wouldn't plastered. She wouldn't even buzz. No, she probably like maybe had a little buzz. Two
0: glasses of wine. I mean,
1: I feel like what you described at .05, that's how I live every day. My vision's always blurry. Oh, my vision's
0: always blurred. I wake up, it's blurred. I'm I always peel myself. You do always peel Yeah. <laughs> so I think you just.
1: I'm always allowed and using hand gestures. So yeah. I live at it. I got that from alcohol.org.
0: So I feel like it's got to be accurate. Good, but good accuracy. Yeah. So I want to make sure I tell you all my sources alcohol.org. It's where I live my life. Okay. So toxicology reports come back, and that's where we're at. The autopsist report. <laughs> <laughs>
1: throwback you can't
0: even like call it the real thing anymore no i get pissed (laughs) if i hear autopsy i'm like no autopsy (laughs) it showed that kathleen had sustained several injuries she had a fracture to the of the thyroid neck cartilage what is that like your throat where's the thyroid there yeah And she had seven lacerations to the top and to the back of her head consistent with blows from a blunt force object and had died from blood loss 90 minutes to two hours after sustaining the injuries. So this guy's out here sitting by the pool in the snow, freezing cold, relaxing for two hours while your wife's bleeding out. Oh, because he thought
1: she was going to bed. That's mm. why he didn't check on her. Or, well, it, she, I just, mean, this like, she just as an excuse.
0: He's like she had gone in for the night, and oh. I stayed out there, and I kept like drinking, smoking cigar, drinking whatever. Huh. Bro, it's probably snowing. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse. Um, Kathleen's daughter and Kathleen's sister both initially thought like. Obviously, Michael had nothing to do with, like, no. Well, you don't just think that right away. And they publicly supported him along with all the other kids. Okay. But they soon changed their minds. After they heard about the autopsy and they. All those extra injuries. Yeah. They were like, no. Um, So then they have forensic expert dr henry lee he's hired by the petersons defense and he testified that the blood spatter evidence was con- was consistent with an accidental fall down the stairs okay while the police uh investigation they said that the injuries were inconsistent with the accident so there nobody's agreeing It did. I mean, I don't know why there would be
1: so much blood. And I know when you do drink alcohol, you do bleed more or at a faster rate. But why is it that much blood? And then why all these lacerations in your head?
0: You have got to see these pictures. There's so much blood.
1: It was so much blood on the movie, but I don't don't know if it was exaggerated. I know. It probably was.
0: I'm finding all the right ones. Oh, that's not the ones that are in that thing. Hmm. Oh. Okay, I mean, go through those.
1: Yeah, look at all that.
0: I know. That's a lot. I mean, I don't think you splatter from falling down the stairs. You you don't even, you might like bleed out of your ear or something,
1: you know? Did like you fall with a knife in your hand? Like, I don't know how it would be this much blood. <laughs>
0: So since Michael Peterson was the only person at the residence at the time of Kathleen's death, he was the prime suspect and was charged with murder, which he would plead not guilty. So the medical examiner, Dr. Deborah Radish, she said that Kathleen died from lacerations of the scalp caused by homicidal assault. So according to her... Uh, the medical examiner, the total of seven lacerations to the top and the back of her head were a result of the repeated blows from this like light kind of object, but a rigid object. And it is from what she says is a blow poke. What is that? I'm about to tell you. This was a gift from Kathleen's sister and it was not recovered at the crime scene, but it is and the defense ended up disputing this whole theory. So okay, the defense said the lacerations were not consistent with blows of any any sort and because there was a lack of underlying injury such as skull fractures, bruising, swelling, hemorrhaging of the brain and then they this blow poke is a uh like a like a fire poker. Oh yeah, okay, that's what I was picturing a fire poker stick, but like originally, so they go, they get all all the evidence from the scene. They don't find that thing. And then all of a sudden it just appears like. And now a word from our sponsors. The defense, they disputed the whole theory, right? They said that the lacerations were not consistent with the blows of any sort. And, um, you know, there's no skull fractures, this, this, and this. So the trial started to get all this attention from the media, obviously. And this is whenever the details of Michael's private life emerged. Uh, Now, I don't have all like the in-depth, like there was... I mean, the Netflix documentary goes into, like... It's, like, eight or nine episodes, I think. So, okay. it, like, we'll probably read the emails to you. Yeah. Okay. So, basically, he was... Uh, th- the prosecutors were trying to attack his credibility because they find these emails that are focusing on... They t- first, they talked about his alleged military service and like the lies about that and then they talked about how he had the secret gay life oh yes and they said that the petersons did not have a happy marriage and that their argument was that kathleen had discovered michael's secret gay life and wanted to end their marriage and that it was the main reason the main motive that the prosecution gave that michael would have wanted to kill her
1: and what it's just like Joe Biden. Um, so what year was, was
0: this that, uh,
1: she, that you remember that he was dead? That, that she, she died. That she died.
0: What uh,
1: 2001?
0: Oh, so so apparently he was gay back then. No, he was apparently emailing back and forth with these like uh, like hooker like like male sex workers. Sex workers, yeah. yeah. So and like I mean, it goes like the sex worker testified like so he admits like he's like yeah like she knew about it that's what he ended up saying michael ended up saying that kathleen knew about it so that like he like approved of it yes okay so um but i mean these email i mean it talks about blowjobs it's talking about everything were there pictures
1: too because on the movie there's like pictures of like penis men and like their
0: penises and yeah well there's pictures of the actual people yeah okay okay so he was like majorly like he had this whole secret sex life on the side wow yeah i mean it was that's just what from what i remember on the i mean andrew does
1: tell us it happens all the time i know
0: i know i know so the other reason that the prosecution gave as a motive would be the 1.5 million dollar life insurance policy Hmm. so according to um assistant uh assistant da frida black she said quote kathleen would have been infuriated by learning that her husband who she truly loved was bisexual and having an extramarital relationship not with another woman but a man which would have been humiliating and embarrassing to her. We believe that once she learned this information, that an argument ensued and a homicide occurred. Mm. End quote. So the defense argued that Kathleen was accepting of his bisexuality, that their marriage was happy, and that it was supported by Michael and Kathleen's children and friends. Oh. I know. The prosecution was like, mm maintain that the murder was most likely committed with this custom-made fireplace poker called the blow poke which was the gift from the sister and um this is whenever it was like they didn't have it to present to the jury because they didn't actually find this they didn't Mm -hmm. have it and then later in the trial the defense just randomly comes up with this blow poke or this fire stick poker yeah so they're saying that how did the defense all of a sudden they just find this random blow poke like they said they they overlooked it in the garage during like the investigation and that forensic test showed that it had been untouched and unmoved for too long to have been used in the murder in the murder. Um, and. So did it say anything about
1: them having um, money problems uh no no that they, really came out well they probably did but I okay
0: mean, i don't remember i okay. don't think so
1: the movie alluded to like they had to cut back like don't bring the cleaning lady anymore until you know i guess they got caught up plus you had a thousand kids yeah and i think one of them was just leaving for college maybe so they're like just now empty nesters
0: yeah yeah um
1: So I didn't know if that came out because that if there is money problems, then that's really going to back up the whole insurance.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then it. I read that a juror was, a juror was contacted after the trial. A juror contacted after the trial, said that the jury dismissed the idea of the blow poke as the murder weapon. Okay. So now let me connect some dots from the past. Okay. Remember Elizabeth Ratliff, who was the mom of Martha and Margaret. Yeah, she died in 1985. We don't know why, but
1: or how do we know how? Oh, we do know.
0: Did she fall down staircase? She did. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Elizabeth Ratliff, the friend of the Petersons who died in Germany 1985, had also been found dead. At the foot of her staircase with injuries to the head. What? Her death had been investigated by both German police and U.S. military police. An autopsy was done at the time of her death and c- concluded that she died of a stroke and that she had some blood clotting disorder called, or swil- something, but based on the reports, She had been suffering from severe persistent headaches like weeks leading up to her death. Mm. So the coroner determined that the hemorrhage resulted in immediate death following uh, her fall down the stairs after collapsing. Well, the Petersons had had dinner with the Ratliff with, with Elizabeth and the daughters one night and... Michael had stayed to help her put the kids to bed. The night she died. The night that she died. and Wait, where was her husband? Her husband had already died. Oh,
1: he died first. Okay, I thought you were going to say he was screwing the husband, and that's why they got rid of the wife. yeah, that would have been good, but no,
0: he was already dead. Okay. So Michael had helped to stay to put the kids to bed with Elizabeth and then went home. The kid's nanny... Barbara, she came to the house and she's the one who discovered Elizabeth's body the next morning. But Michael Peterson was the last person to see her alive. Man, Michael. I don't know what to think. Before his trial in uh, the North Carolina, um, they ordered for Elizabeth's body to be exhumed so they could do a second autopsy. Okay. So, and she's buried in Texas. So they Ooh. got a flyer to North Carolina. Well, the medical examiner found sufficient evidence from the results of the second autopsy, um along with there was two new witness statements um that would overturn the earlier findings and that would list her cause of death as homicide. homicide. Oh shit so the prosecution did not accuse michael peterson of her death but they introduced the death into the trial as an incident giving peterson the idea of how to fake kathleen's accident <sighs> so the nanny who had discovered her body he test uh, she testified for the trial. And she actually said there was a large amount of blood at the scene. And then another witness had testified, um, saying that they spent much of the day cleaning blood stains off the wall. And in the initial police report, it said that there was just very little blood at the scene. So so what, what do you believe? Well, um, I believe I can't tell you yet. <laughs> Because we gotta, we have to still bring in our new little friend. Oh, what's his name? La Chucha. What do you La-chusa? call her? La Chusa. La Chusa. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. uh The yes. So. His conviction. was repeated. We are in trial on October tenth, two thousand three which this was one of the longest Huge. trials yeah. in north carolina history
1: <laughs> and he's been in jail this whole time or did he get out
0: oh hold okay. hold please okay so the jury found michael peterson guilty of murder of kathleen peterson he was sentenced to life in prison Damn. without the possibility of parole now you might think wow that true, sure, sure was short What happened? We're not done yet. So, so he's life in prison, no parole. Like that's it. Gone to jail. Over with. So, the denial of parole requires premeditation. The jury found that the murder was a spur of the moment crime. Okay, but they also found that it was premeditated. And so, premeditated meant not only planning hours or days ahead, but could also mean planning in seconds before committing the spur-of-the-moment crime. What? Either way, he's he's found D- guilty. So he's it's then, natural. that was two thousand three, right? Yes. Yes. So two thousand six comes around, okay. and he is wanting to appeal. Well, you know, they do the whole appeal process. You know, everything takes so long. So they do appeal and the appeals court reject his arguments because he says that he did not get a fair trial because of judicial mistakes and a bunch of other like legal bullshit happens. And then on November 12th, 2008, Peterson filed another motion or a motion for a new trial and that was denied. So, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Shit. 2009. Wow. This is eight years. Yes. Okay. This is where it gets to the good stuff. A new theory. Oh gosh. Came up that uh, was. It actually was by their neighbor. So Michael's neighbor. Uh huh. Um. He is also an attorney. He's not Michael's attorney. He's just a neighbor who's a friend who's an attorney. And he had been following the case and he thought that, you know, I think that she was attacked by an owl. (laughs) Outside. What?
1: Hey, juices could be real. Listen,
0: I literally <laughs> found an owl as I walked into the studio.
1: If you're watching this, we have an owl sitting on and our table. so
0: I had to get it, and I really want to hold the owl and, like, look at its eyeballs. It kind of freaks me out. Listen, it could not be more perfect.
1: What's this attorney's name? Uh, Larry Pollard. Okay, so he's not Mexican. You know, there's, like, these Mexican, um, like, what are they called? Like, not, ri- uh stories? And the latchusa is like this very like scary thing. Well,
0: owls are and like that they take I mean, they kids. They hang upside at night. down. Yeah. They
1: just go ooh, ooh that they are murderers. Ooh. <laughs> ooh.
0: <laughs> they are sneaky. Apparently they can take down something like uh, things bigger than them. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> Larry Pollard comes up and he's like This bitch is attacked by an owl. He said she was attacked by an owl outside and that she had fallen after. This is his theory. She had fallen after rushing inside and was knocked unconscious after she hit her head on the stairs. She gets attacked by this owl. She falls down on the ground, runs inside, slips and falls on the stairs and whatever. Okay. So he goes to the police oh god and he is telling them that he has a theory and he thinks that this owl was responsible for kathleen's death and after reading over the evidence list there was a feather that was found (gasps) listed what a microscopic owl feather had been found in a wad of bloody hair found in her hand okay Wait, I'm going to have a really good theory. This was Larry Pollard's full-on theory. My mouth is dropping. Kathleen went outside for some reason, maybe to take out the trash, and was attacked on the head by an owl. She reached out to touch the part of her head that the owl had dug its talons into, and a chunk of her scalp came out, and her hair came out in her hand. She rushed, rushed inside, and she fell just as she reached the foot of the stairs knocking her unconscious that's where michael found her bleeding Uh, i'm gonna be scared to go outside (laughs) at night now okay and this is all his theory so then he's telling this to the police and they are like get out laugh 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 you're so dumb. Uh-huh. That's the dumbest shit I've ever in the neighborhood. heard.
1: Maybe he knows there's this mean ass out. Well, there probably is. attack him.
0: So they laugh and then the newspapers get wind of this theory. And of course they ridic- ridiculed him all, everything. Well, he didn't give up. And so at his insistence, um, some of the evidence was reexamined and they, he said that they found not one, but three microscopic owl feathers. Wow. And.
1: But the me, owl didn't attack her in the house. She just ran from inside, from being outside, inside. Apparently. And the owl didn't her. And apparently
0: her. owl feathers. Let me look at that. They're not like. I guess they're.
1: Not like a long feather, like we would picture. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know. I know. So I'm a little freaked out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, advocates of this theory. So, there's like, like owlologists or whatever. Like, (laughs) probably. Like, there's like, (laughs) people who are like owl experts who are coming in, and there's a couple of advocates who are just like giving their evidence to support this theory. And they say um, scalp wounds where the trilobed and the, I guess the, their little claws. Um, scalp wounds were that the same shape of like the owl's claws. They were consistent, like marks that were consistent left by talons. And this is just, this is just ba- these these, owl, these owl, people. owl fanatic people. Feather The feathers are similar to those on. Owl feet, cedar needles were found on her hands and body. What? Indicating Kathleen had fallen over outside shortly before entering the house, that her blood spattered up the staircase rather than down. And they go way in depth in the blood splatter, spatter, splatter sputter. Yeah. And that the footprints, because they said. They had found footprints of her footprints in her own blood. And they're like, how do you have footprints in your own blood? Uh-huh. If you fall, fell down and then you bleed, why are your footprints in it? Yeah. Okay. Well, they said that the footprints in her own blood indicated that she was already bleeding before she even reached the foot of the stairs. So if the owl had attacked her and she's bleeding, might. May- but like, is it like gushing? I don't even know. And that there were two drops of blood found outside the house on the front walkway along with a finger smear <sighs> on the front door consistent with her pushing the door shut.
1: <sighs> um, but how are you not screaming so that uh, exactly Michael could hear you?
0: I think he obviously was given BJ's to Larry Pollard and they came up with this.
1: Look at those tal—oh wait!
0: Look at those talons. That is; those are so big. Are you sure? Did you type owl or ostrich? Owl,
1: <laughs> owl <laughs> talons. This see, it even said owl Get it talons. In
0: perspective. I think it's it's like a little too like the perceptions. Oh, and these advocates, these people, they said that owl attacks were common in this area.
1: I'm never going to Durham, North and Carolina.
0: They said that one victim said that it was the impact that was similar to being hit by the head, hitting the head with a baseball bat. So maybe that's how Bob Saget died. Uh, An owl came into his hotel room. Yes,
1: I don't know any about the details of how he died. Well, because they
0: didn't release it because the family wouldn't let him <sighs> let them wouldn't let they didn't let the police release it. It's probably something more embarrassing than that. Probably like. He was in there by himself. He slipped out of the shower and then he fell at his head and then he went to sleep and was laying perfectly asleep like this. He. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. So how come Nick won't let him release? I don't know. Obviously, there is something suspicious that they're not wanting to get out to the public and tarnish whatever he had. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think that now he was attacked by an owl. <laughs> could be maybe could an be. owl fetish and they don't want the people to know maybe he maybe his skin suit was unzipped <laughs> oh my gosh I, I was just
1: blindsided by this whole i know story. i can't believe you didn't know the owl no theory.
0: no oh. no oh i've not gotten that far so pollard goes on to say that if a jury had been presented with this evidence then they would have not uh that it would affected it would have affected the verdict and it would have yeah that's what he's saying he's <laughs> yes. like well if you had presented this theory and showed them damn talons oh okay. yeah but i don't know if if you see all the pictures of the how all that blood i mean no, i not still don't think so okay i won't tell you what i think yet so the original autopsist from the very beginning, Uh Deborah Radish, she comes back and she says that it is unlikely that an owl or any other bird could have made wounds as deep as the ones that were on her scalp. Mm. But she said that it, that her opinion was, she didn't say her opinion was challenged by some other experts in a few different affidavits that were filed. And Despite that interest uh, and all those mm, objections, I guess, Mm -hmm. there was no motion that was filed for a new trial. Okay, because, you know, he's trying to get this theory theory out there so then he can get a new trial. Yeah. So, we are in 2000. This is the OWL theory of 2009, okay? (laughs) So then... In August of 2010, a motion was filed for a new trial. Okay, that's what we're trying to do. Now they're saying that one like Peterson's attorney comes and he says, This guy, Dwayne Deaver, who was the blood spatter analyst, he has falsely represented evidence in 34 cases this is what this is what peterson's attorney is is now claiming so one of the 34 cases was peterson's case and deaver this expert blood splatter expert had testified that he had um been mentored by this like blood splatter uh expert named david spittle and that he worked Five hundred bloodstain cases he had written 200 r- reports and he had testified in 60 cases mm. so i mean that's a lot of st- that's a yeah that's a lot of stuff well it turns out that this deaver guy had only written 47 reports not 200 he was never mentored by this bloodstain specialist spittle and he had only testified in four cases not 500 <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, what are they what does he feel they feel like they need a lie to make themselves seem
0: So, up until legit. this point, Peterson has been housed in the Nash Correctional Institution near Rocky Mount until December 16th, 2011, he's released. Because of this
1: Oh, because of now the guy the evidence was faulty.
0: Yes. Shit. So, I was like the owl theory? Okay when he gets he gets released and um on three hundred thousand dollars bail bail bond bail and he like goes and i only have part of i mean i I only have part of this he like went and gave this little news conference interview and he's like kathleen was my life i whisper her name in my heart one thousand times Uh, (laughs) she is there but I can't stop crying. I would never hurt my wife. Mm. And, you know, and just kind of had me sold until that part right there. And you know, he's this writer, whatever. So he's on house arrest and he has an ankle tracking device. And, um, then he files this motion for a new trial. Well, okay. A judicial order for a new trial. And then the, the judge found that the Deaver guy had given like m- misleading information, deliberately false testimony about this blood stain evidence. And he had exaggerated his experience in his training. And so all that evidence gathered, um, that Deaver had gathered was now deemed inadmissible in a new trial. Mm. So in July, 2014, this is the case with most states. Um, he is his rest, his bond restrictions are now eased. Okay, I don't know what that. Really yeah, means.
1: probably lightened a little bit. Yeah.
0: So there's like a more legal bullshit, you know, this new attorney, new attorney, one's doing pro bono, they switch attorneys, they go back to the original attorney, like all these things. Um for like 2 years.
1: Wow. But he's but he's free. In November two
0: 2016, uh a new trial was scheduled. And it was supposed to begin on in May 2017. Damn. Okay. However, in February of 2017, 2017, Peterson pleaded an Alfred plea. What is that? A guilty plea entered because sufficient evidence exists to convict him of the crime. But the defendant asserts innocence. Never heard of it. Who the hell alfred i don't know but i need to know alfred and i want to hear more about him but he did this alfred plea basically saying like um this is the only way like i'm gonna get out of this and let me just go ahead and say i'm guilty even though i'm really innocent
1: yeah i think okay.
0: people can do that a lot i guess i don't know anything mm. um and so it's it, it is pleading this alfred plea to the voluntary manslaughter of kathleen a judge then sentenced him to a maximum of 86 years 86 years 86 months in prison with credit for previously time served and because peterson had already served more time than he was sentenced he did not face any additional prison time he was uh his plea the alfred plea uh you know the one that you admit to the guilt even though you really didn't do it or you really did do it but you didn't saying you didn't do it gave um, significant, significant evidence to, um, you know, convict and overturn this, his original. Original one. Original one. And so that happened in 2017. And. He's out. He's out and he's free. He's writing books.
1: What? Yes. That would have probably been the smartest way to go, though. Oh yeah. Cause But like you think about like um Joe Bryan, who said he would all he had to do was say, I'm sorry for what I did, and he would have got out of jail a long time ago, but he was never gonna fix his mouth to do that.
0: I think that though, if you are like, I am innocent. It makes you look worse. Like if you really are innocent. It's got to be a battle to just say you're guilty. Yeah.
1: That That's what I'm saying. That's why Joe Bryan didn't do it because oh Joe Bryan did not do it. But the fact that Michael's like, okay, let me go ahead and do it. So I could be free. Yeah. Is that, but it's like, okay, maybe I just say it, but I know in my heart what I believe or whatever. And then he's free living his life. It worked
0: for him. Well, let me tell you. What do you think about the owl theory?
1: Listen, we need to finish this episode because I can't be leaving at dark time now. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm <laughs> I'm a, I'm a weirded out by that,
0: and I'm, I'm going to the country. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that um, everybody needs to go watch the if you want to get all the every single little detail about it with like if you have questions you need to go watch the netflix documentary The
1: documentary not the hbo
0: if you want to just get a like overview i would i mean i i think that the hbo one would be good it's she's probably not as they're detailed. just gonna be different they're yeah. just gonna be different i mean the the netflix one's gonna be a little slower like because it's gonna be interviews of the it's going to show you the attorneys it's going to show you the all the kids it's going to i mean they're all on it peterson his family the kids the all the different attorneys all the experts i mean it's basically the trial basically the trial and i forgot totally about that uh al story until i came back to this case and was like Oh my gosh, but if you watch this, if you watch the uh, the Netflix one, no, you you do not believe him. Okay, I did not believe him. I think he's guilty. I think he okay. did it. I think he. Uh, so did it? Did you? Were
1: you able to watch like his mannerisms and like see him a lot during you know what? the documentary? Because what got me is his. I mean this is just a movie and this is an actor but they portray yeah. you know their per, their real personality and he seems so genuine. Oh. And genuinely oh. hurt. Well you're
0: only on episode
1: 2. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to which this will be too late. I should have watched this before. But they I have one of my other YouTube people is the uh, the body language uh-huh. experts like this this behavioral panel and they did an episode on Michael Peterson. Is that what he looks like in real life? Yes.
1: Oh no, he did it. Oh, I know. Look, <laughs> he did it. Oh yeah, he did it. I
0: didn't even know what he looks like. Why are you think it? Here's the thing, huh? He just looks like. I think he's very. I he seems, and this is just my first. Like he seems cocky. He seems like he kn- like just knows more than everybody in the room uh-huh. all the time
1: he has to be guilty anyways because his last name peterson and let's just say never marry a peterson no
0: never ever
1: we uh-uh. now I, I didn't know about michael but we know scott we know drew oh yeah he's gross and now michael peterson just don't do it don't do ladies, it ladies if you last name Peterson, by marriage Go on and sign that divorce paper.
0: Yeah, don't Get that do divorce it. If, you, if you are even like, no, don't do it. No. Nope. Nobody named uh, Peterson and what other names? I think are that's terrible? it. I don't know. I just know names of like crazy girls like Amber and Tiffany. And... <laughs> there was like a list, and it's like the names of the top ten crazy, crazy really? top ten names or whatever.
1: Oh man. Okay, so you're guilty.
0: Oh yeah, I for sure think he's guilty. Um
1: I just wonder why this owl like why this neighbor was so adamant about this owl theory. I don't know. And then if you think about it, what there's
0: well he there's th- th- seven restorations. Like, she he probably drugged her. He probably gave her the volume. That's Mm -hmm. why he said it was in her system. uh He probably gave her the volume. And then they're walking in and he like probably pushed her over into the bushes. So she would get scratched up. And then she probably like had the pieces of the. Maybe there's Alf. Maybe they had a pet owl. I don't know. Maybe they had (laughs) alfers on the ground and they're whatever. He pushed her over and then they got inside and somehow he beat her and like she's on the stairs i don't know so that was a good theory in the story
1: <laughs> <it's> So far fetched. <laughs> in the movie tell me if it came up in the documentary they kind of painted her to be kind of like a drunk and like clumsy so they had a story really where she has there was a party and she had f- um fell at one party but then another time she was drunk and she just like jumped in the pool but she was too drunk and she hit her head and then like never came up so he had to like save her and she was in the hospital for a little bit and then in the movie it t- like when one of the sons left his um his story to the police was she was pretty drunk when I left and he had like left and went to a party and come back and
0: well, see, yeah, they don't, that's not all. It's in not there, even in it's there. It's not okay. like, yeah. So I don't know if it's fact or if it's just
1: adding to the right. like, story right. line.
0: That's the story of Michael Peterson. You need to tell us, what do you think? Do you think he beat her over the head with the blow poke and then he hit it somewhere and then it all of a sudden reappeared back in the garage? mysteriously but untouched and untouched and super clean because it had been so many months and years by then maybe or do you think it was the owl
1: (laughs) 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 oh my goodness this is crazy i know but then i theory never got to come or up or do you they think never... it was
0: a ex? I i don't know there's a they go into the the gay lovers and yeah. the, the gay sex workers like that's huge in the trial which it makes
1: it um creates distrust which is why he was yeah. guilty like
0: if yeah. that had to come out well you he lied, he lied about your military would've... stuff you lied about yeah you're just very deceptive you just i don't know I did not like, I did not get a good vibe from him on the documentary. So,
1: guilty. And his last name is Peterson. Yep. So, that's all it takes. Guilty. Well, I'm going to have to watch the movie, but I'm going to have to watch the documentary because I was, as of right now, I'm like in the middle. Like, I don't know if he's guilty. I don't know if he's innocent in the movie, but it's somebody's
0: acting and showing some great emotions. He, uh, Apparently, Michael Peterson himself said that he he's written two books since he's been out. What a shock. And he refuses to watch this, the HBO Uh, because he said it. um, He said it doesn't portray things accurately, but I mean, of course, if they're portraying him as being a murderer, he's going to say that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so let's tell them next month is just random shit month. Like, we are not going to have a theme or, yeah, or category or whatever we usually do. I
0: I like to get a little bit of new inspiration. Like, what am I going to talk about? Yeah. There's been so many new ones that have been happening what should we do? I mean, we gotta do new ones. I want to do. New I don't ones, know. Like more I have small no idea. towns. I mean, you just there's the options are endless.
1: Yeah. So we're not gonna have a category. So there's no telling what you're gonna get. We're also thinking about too um, about recording. We didn't record our live show, but we had two stories. Caroline did a story. I did a story. They were both short, like both quickies. So we we're thinking about just putting those out and recording that way. Y'all can have an extra like quickie episode here or there. I don't know it was just kind of exclusive to our live show people but there's great stories that I feel like we got to share with all of our fans so um, you may get those at some point in July and if you're traveling binge binge go back and listen to old episodes like why not have our voices on the whole time you're traveling on vacation they're beautiful sometimes we I, yeah. cough in the
0: mic I we crunch. Mean, I- we haven't crunched ice shit. in so long
1: um yeah i, I think i probably did two mm. episodes ago and on the live show <laughs> i don't even know i'm doing I mean, you it you
0: always cough in the mic um, but oh
1: always yeah. always i think that's just i think i going to try something it'll new be original are like, you gonna do another sound
0: yeah i think maybe i'll start eating in the mic okay burping i've done that i don't know what I else mean, to do besides slurp chew ice all the worst bad habits. I hate smacking. I got are smacker. All. If you're smacking, I'm leaving. And you're if not. You
1: choose cinnamon gum, big red gum. I'm leaving.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the worst. So <laughs> put in my stocking. I'm scarred. <sighs>
1: <laughs> okay. Y'all, this is it. We will y'all. Um, we'll see y'all next week. Don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. It's always be TTF. Always. Always. Don't forget, go rate, oh, review, and subscribe. And people. subscribe. How many we times need some we reviews. Tell you? We forgot to read this one, we'll reread it next next time. episode. Bye y'all. Bye. Me.
0: Good stuff.
1: This